1: Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise.
2: Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women gain control of their lives. Hey folks, we just want to wish you and help that you're having a great evening. Welcome to our show tonight. We're going to be speaking on grief, and we, as we know, there's a lot of grief going on in the world today, but hey guys, Ed and Blaine, how are you doing? Doing good.
3: Yeah, always, always excited to be here in this uh, radio show and spending time with you guys.
2: It sure is. We always like to open up the show, uh, show folks, is with a um, praise report of what's going on out there in the homeless world out there. So guys, you got anything you like to say about last week?
3: You know, I want to go with a word of encouragement if I can, real quick. Um, you know, sometimes we get pretty busy out there, um, John and Ed, and and and, and I got to be honest. I I've been um, sometimes we can get distracted because there's a lot of responsibilities. But um, praise God, um, some encouragement, Pastor Ed. You really blessed my socks off last week. You're just like, okay, who out there needs some prayer? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the hands go up. And so I don't know if you remember that or not. And I know mm-hmm. it's something naturally that we do, but. Um, it was just a matter of kind of breaking the ice a little bit. Yeah, praise God. We get to, we read the word, we share the word, we share some testimony. Um, but that really broke the ice and people are like, hey, I do. You know, yeah. how humbling sure. it is when when people can say, hey, I need some prayer and we get to pray for them.
4: Yeah. I'd like to say that that followed up though. You and John were, were sharing the gospel and I was watching the faces and they were just intent on everything you were saying. And I thought, what a good follow up to just right then approach them, "Hey, if you need prayer, we're here for you." So. You
2: you know and that was interesting because um I didn't get to say very much prayer to that day and you guys were into it, but there was a lot of people that needed help. So God was really using it. Um I know we helped uh two or three people with, you know, with uh, things going on in their life. Um we put uh we are, we put a a man and a woman in with their 2 and 3-year-old child or on the street. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that, folks? And, and so we got them in shelter. Uh, we worked with 211. So 211 was working with us again the other, the other, yesterday. And so we're getting them into a, a facility where they're off the streets, but, um, and they don't get out and around very much out to the park areas and stuff. What they do, which is quite interesting, which we do know they hung around, uh, the malls. And so they blend in with the people. And, 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 and they're not out on the streets being, you know, where they got safety and, you know, and that. So hmm. quite interesting, another way of where, um, they hang out too. So that's, that's interesting. But yeah, it was really interesting. I did notice a lot of the prayers going on. So that was great. Um, yeah, God was out there touching hearts. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's since we started the, uh, doing the, the uh, sharing the word at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, I've noticed it's changed a lot of people's attitude. They stand around. They used to wait because we would pray for the food. But some of them just continue waiting because they know the word's coming next. So they're they're understanding what we're trying to do. And, and I think that opens them up to, do like you were saying, you want a prayer? I mean, they're raising their hands.
2: You you know, and that was funny. I love how the Holy Spirit works. And, and, you know, just like in here, it's really good to see when we, well, I don't know what you guys are going to talk about. You know what I'm going to talk about on, you know, in my scriptures, but I never know what you're going to talk about. And I like the way that, you know, the Holy Spirit works. That day, the Holy Spirit was prompting me to say some things. And then you had it already marked in your book, the chapter, and, and it was on the topic that you were going to read on. So, you know, you just can't. The Holy Spirit is in control, and we, you know, regardless of the fact. It's all
4: Him. So,
2: yeah. yeah. So, anything else, guys, you want to share?
3: No, it was just another great Saturday. Yeah, I I just wanted to add real quick because I can't wait to get into this study, as always. But um, I believe, as we've shared with our audience, that, you know what, we're just out there serving God, we're walking with Jesus, we're pointing them to the way and there's a lot of servants that are helping and that holy spirit the holy spirit our spirit the living god is just with us and prompts us to so many things um we almost just sit back and watch watch him move
2: oh absolutely and and i would do want to tell the audience uh keep us in your prayers uh we've been to a, a city council they accepted us for a homeless shelter and so keep that focus on your prayers if you would mm-hmm. for us. We really do need that. If you like to be a part, maybe give us a shout out. I'll give you Ed's phone number at the towards the end of the show. So be ready with your pen and paper if you would like to take that and you can give us a call. And, um, and so that's come up. That's a great praise report because, um, we it's it's just going to be a blessing we get along with that city and they got a problem going on so we can take care of that too so Mm -hmm. keep that in your um, prayers folks we really appreciate that well the topic tonight's going to be on grief so as we know there's a lot of grief going on in the world as it is grief only uh, doesn't only come from um from losing ones but um there's a lot of reasons so i'll go ahead and start it off um grief as i was looking the dictionary you know i wanted to see what the dictionary would say i pretty much know what i thought i was going to say but there's some things in there that didn't we know that grief causes deep sorrow and to a lot of people and it's very very painful and to a lot of people they become depressed with grief and so we know that grief causes depression we know it's very painful a lot of sorrow involved in grief and in some cases, folks, it's on you know a commit. Um, we have suicides that happen yes, from do. grief, some grief. And you know, and, and it's funny because I want to see what grief was associated with. I know what association with grief is in my life, or what I've been through in life, or what others been. But um, it's funny. It, it's not funny, but a uh, major uh, major life changes will give people grief. Mm-hmm. Loss of job, mm-hmm. getting divorce. Moving was a big one on the factor. You know, I never really thought about moving, but as you know, to some kids, I remember friends of mine that I had really good uh, friendship with. They ended up moving, and that was a, you know, kind of a bad thing on my, I can imagine on their life, but you go to another town. But, you know, it kind of makes your world stop there. So those are a lot of things that are grief. And then I started thinking, yes. Can I kind of sum that up? Yes. It's
4: anything that disrupts your life brings grief. Hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Absolutely, Ed. He was about ready to say that. No yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, he you, you can, can say it, yeah, that's no problem. But, you know, I started thinking out through the Bible, and, you know, look, I'm thinking about the Bible, and there's 20 books that really talk about grief. Did you know that? I didn't. Yes, and so that's really interesting, and there's a lot of verses in the Bible, um, I can just say 40 right off the, top to, off the top of my head that gives you encouragement for prayer to speak out to God, giving your heart to God and helping you through your grief. So, uh, you know, that's, that was really interesting, too. But did you know there's multiple Bible characters in the Bible that we have that had grief? horrible grief and i'll just give you a few of them and um that was job remember job is number one that was a huge one yeah. naomi remember naomi oh yeah hannah yeah. Nah, you know a lot of people don't remember that how about david king david you know here's a man after god's own heart he had grief and you know it's another one how about jesus folks you remember when Martha, you know, her brother died, you know, and, and Lazarus, yeah, yeah. and remember he knew that he was going to raise him from dead, but yet he mourned because yeah. he had grief watching them cry and hurt, but also for that, and even though he's going to raise uh, Lazarus from the dead, so you know you don't really think about that, and when you're going through, unless you stop, take the time to really understand, so. That's why we want to talk about tonight because the world right now and through the pandemic caused a lot of lot of grief in the world, and there's a that's a regular thing goes on. Grief is a natural response to pain and loss. <laughs> grief is a severe, uh, a severe, uh, serves a purpose because it can refresh it your, um, it can refresh our perspective on life. So when you are going through grief. You can give you a restart and give you a different uh, character in life, changes you. Another way, it says the feelings of grief are temporary and it is limited. So it's, you know, there's some that are in grief for a long, long time. And I think it is, is you know what it is? When you're in the body of Christ, we are called to call upon our brothers who are in grief and in trouble. When you come upon believers who are there for you, that is a family, some people don't have that. They got to suffer through that. So, you know, um, and our job is with, you know, grieving, uh, uh, family believers, we are called to come alongside to that. I love that in 1 Corinthians, uh, chapter, uh, chapter 1 and verses 3 to 11, it talks a lot about that. So, um, I'll give you some reasons, the things that help you overcome grief. You need, when you have grief, you need to express it to God. Psalms contains numerous examples of pouring out one's heart to God. If you come to God and tell him about your grief, God's going to give you the comfort. He's going to bring someone in your life as a comfort too. Number two, another important step is to share, have the body of Christ with you. Like we've been saying, you need to seek counsel sometimes. Sometimes grief is so bad that you got to have counsel I would tell you to reach out to your, your, if you're in church, to reach out to your pastor or one of them for counseling. Or they even got um, uh, settings now, group settings. And we know a couple of ladies who lost their husbands just recently, and they went to a couple of these group Mm -hmm. settings, and they're doing wonderful through that. So I would like to go ahead and um, Jesus, I had a scripture here. It was in Matthew uh, 5, chapter 5, verse 11. And Jesus said this, God bless those who mourn for they will be comfort. And it kind of made me stop and think. And I wrote this down. God's comfort is closest during your dark, darkest times. Amen. God can get there and he can give you that relief. He can give you some comfort. So if you're, if you're going through that tonight and or today or whatever it may be, go to God with all your heart, lean on God and let him give you the comfort. That he will do, and so and the main thing too. If you know anybody out there that's going through some grief, grief, this is what God calls in here in First Corinthians, second uh, Second Corinthians, chapter uh, one, verses three. All praise to God, the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts He comforts us in our times of trouble, so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. Verse five: For more, for the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with His comfort through Christ. And He says, in the, go on, verse six says, "Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For we ourselves are comfort when when um, we are comfort." So, folks, if you see any of your people down, or any of your brothers and sisters down. Give them comfort. Give them the word of God. Encourage them. Encourage your family too. So you know, God, guys. I mean, I can go on about that, but my time's out. But I, grief is a thing that we all go through. There's comforter for it, and that's God. And but we are also called to be a comfort alongside our brothers and sisters.
4: Right. And yeah, I'm I'm going to be in Lamentations three, uh, starting verse uh, one. I'm not going to do a lot of commentary on this because I think it's pretty self-explanatory in terms of grief, but I'm going to read a lot of scripture. So just hang on. It says, I am the one who has seen the, the afflictions that come from the rod of God's anger. He has led me into darkness, shutting out all light. He has turned his hand against me again and again all day long. He has made my skin and And flesh grow old. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and surrounded me with anguish and distress. He has buried me in a deep, dark place like those long dead. He has walled me in and I cannot escape. He has bound me in heavy chains. Though I cry and shout, he has shut out my prayer. Mm. He has blocked my way with a high stone wall. He has made my road crooked. He is hidden like a lion or a bear waiting to attack me. He has dragged me off the path and torn me in pieces, leaving me helpless and devastated. He has drawn his bow and made me the target of his arrows. He has shot his arrows deep into my heart. My own people laugh at me all day long; they sing their mocking songs. He has filled me with bitterness and given me a bitter cup of sorrow to drink. He has made me chew on gravel; he has rolled me in the dust. Peace has been stripped away and I have forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out. My splendor is gone. Everything I had hoped from the Lord is lost. And thoughts of my suffering and homelessness is butter beyond words. I will never forget this, all, this, uh, all week, awful time as I grieve over my loss. Now, I think we've all been to at least to some of that. Yeah. And, and boy, it is hopeless when you get in there. But, the next five verses are really the ones I want to talk. Or I'm not going to talk about, but I'm going to read because they've always brought me hope in times of, of distress and that uh-huh. kind of thing. Starting at verse 21, it says, "Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this: the faithful love of the Lord never ends; His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness." Uh-huh. Uh, wait a minute, my. My book just moved. Um, Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning. I say to myself, The Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. So I just want to say if there's anybody out there not today that's that's tonight that's uh, suffering from any of these things I've read, any kind of depression, Uh I would just want to give you this message of hope. Hold on. The Lord is still there. The Lord is still uh, faithful in his uh, time with you. And in spite of all your grief, the Lord is there to comfort and to bring hope. So don't give up. Don't ever give up. Just depend upon the Lord.
2: Amen. That is so true. Blink?
4: You guys are gonna send
3: it my way now? I gotta get the tears out of my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. That's beautiful, man. Um, you know what, uh, guys, you know, just listening to you guys, and I, of course, love doing that as I sit here and I think, oh, what a Savior we have. Amen. You know, um, my mom and, and, and her husband, uh, Larry, in um, Texas, they're grief counselors, guys. So hopefully a lot of churches have that, but they are grief counselors. She's lost her husband, my dad, two of her sons, my brothers. My mom knows what grief is, mm-hmm. and, and so do we. And so we don't want to measure, folks, your grief compared to ours. But you know what? There's one thing for sure. We all have it. And uh, there's another thing that's very sure, and that's what uh, Pastor Ed just uh, gave us through God's word, and that our God, he is faithful. He is there. He's on the throne. Um, And John, you mentioned uh, the book of Psalms, and that's where I went. Um, King David really shared many things. He went through many things. And uh, praise God, he wrote them down. So I want to start in chapter 34, verse 18. It says, the Lord is near to those who have broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. So, um, again, what a Savior we have. And, um, you know, it, there may be somebody out there tonight that's listening to this show, and they don't really know a whole lot about what we're even talking about. Um, and that's a relationship with Jesus Christ and li- living, just reading the living word of God and finding peace and knowing that he's on your side. Um, there's that scripture, guys. I know I'm going from, uh, you know, just kind of from the hip here, but he is for us, yes. not against us. I believe that's in Romans 8. um He's he's on our side, guys, but you know, in this world, Jesus said it himself. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer because Jesus, our Lord, has overcome this world. So, amen, amen. Um, we want to just stick to the um, the promises. And now I'm going to go to Psalm 51, uh, the repentive psalm of David. It's beautiful. There's so many things in this entire psalm, but I am going to read, for today, I'm going to read verse 17, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart these oh god you will not despise he knows what we're going through he knows the pain we're going through and you know what john i really appreciate that list because it's not just when we lose a loved one you know there's divorce even moving i mean there's there's so many things that can cause us and then you nailed it by just saying anything that takes us out of our our ordinary um, but it's good so that we can call upon the name of the Lord, and he does come to our rescue. Sometimes um we don't understand it, but we know he's there. He, as Pastor Ed said, keep the hope, keep the hope, keep the hope. Keep asking, seeking, and knocking. Um He loves us. And I'm going to end today with, uh, in the book of Isaiah, it looks like we're spending our time in the uh, Old Testament today, tonight. Um I'm going to read Isaiah, and I'm going to read 57. I'm going to start in verse 15. It says, for thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. The humble, the contrite, the, you know, sometimes we get to a point, John, and, and you're right. Um, it, it, it's hard I, I think about my own mom. I think about my own life, losing all the loved ones that I've lost. Yes. And if we didn't have that hope, um, it could really change our lives. But we know this, you guys, and, and I've, I've been used to officiate more uh, memorial services than I could ever count, is we have the hope. And then we have the peace. We know that Jesus is going to give us the peace so that we can move on, so we can enjoy the life that we have for today while we're still breathing
2: amen you know blaine and that when you were talking that and i mentioned earlier about psalms contain numerous examples of pouring out one's love to god but i want to let you hear what god's comeback is on that too in verse um in chapter 130 in psalms it's kind of funny he says in verse one it says from the depths of despair O lord i call for your help verse two says hear my cry O lord pay attention to my prayer and then on verse 5, he goes on to say, I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I'm counting on him. I have put my hope and his word mm-hmm. in my heart. So, you know, that is one of the greatest thing is that God, people will fail you, but God will never fail you. He is there to comfort you. And I say that in in moderation about people will fail you. There's a lot of good people that will always stand behind you and help you through that. But there's one person that you can always trust in, and that's God Almighty. He will come to you in your time of grief. You pour out your heart to him. Let him know what you're going through. Do not be ashamed if you've done anything, shame for anything. Come to him. Tell him what you have done. Give it to the Lord. Let the Lord comfort you. Let him love on you. Let him hug you and give you that love and that support. And I guarantee you, you'll get a peace that comes over you and a comfort. And the comfort is, uh, folks, what we know is the spirit of the Lord. He will send his spirit upon you. Guys. You know, as much as we were talking about grief,
4: I think our real message today is one about hope and and peace. Yes, because in our grief, we have to turn to God, and He's the only one can provide that in those situations. You know
2: it,
3: Blaine. You know, um, John, you, you read many things earlier, and um, I know blessed uh, the Beatitudes was going to be part of those. Blessed are those who mourn. Well, what makes sense there, guys, is for those who mourn, they will be comforted. They will be comforted by the Word of God and having a Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that came to, to pay for their sins and having that forgiveness, having that mercy. is the one you guys read about every morning, and I love the story you mentioned about Hannah. That woman mm-hmm. cried out to God. I mean yeah. cried out to God for childbirth. There's anybody out there, I know many people, that uh, God has not blessed them with a child and they're crying out, don't stop. There's every, we all have grief. And, and for this one situation, for Hannah in the book, in the Bible, keep crying out to God. Keep asking, seeking, and knocking.
2: Amen. You know, we said we were going to give out um, Ed's number. So I'd like to, if you want to help out maybe with the homeless shelter, you can definitely give us a call on that. But if you are in grief and you are in need of prayer and you're in need of some support and maybe you don't have that with either family or friends, or maybe you, you just don't feel comfortable, reach out to us, give us a call. We'll, we'll put a Bible in your hand, a study Bible. We'll also give you a numerous prayer and we will help you through this. Grief is not, to, we're not meant to be a go alone with grief reach out to the lord let him help you. I'm going to go ahead and give you Ed's number so if you have a pen and paper this number is 619-252-0060 and you can give him a call anytime, especially at night if you like to. <laughs> <laughs> but his number again would be 619 619- two five two zero zero five two. Reach out to us. We'll help you along if you're having that. Um if you'd like to definitely work with us the shelter, please let us know about that. Guys, I gotta end up the show here. So you got anything you'd like to say before we end the show?
4: Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I think we're, we're good. Good. Great, great message. Good.
2: Remember, grief can also give you a change in life. So remember the hope, the hope, the hope, the hope, the hope. So remember that. I'd like to give a shout out to Javier of Sombreros. Hey, thank you, Javier, for blessing us with the food to help the homeless. Also, we want to give a shout out to Goodwill. Hey, Anna Kim, thank you, guys. We really appreciate you helping us with the um, clothing the homeless. And Stephen Forsythe at the Elkhorn Westland Church, we appreciate all what you do for helping us. And also, Jeremy over at Skyline. Hey, Jeremy, thank you for your great help so that we can help and bless others. Again, folks, remember, grief is not meant to be alone with. Reach out to someone that you care or love, that you can trust. But also, I would tell you to reach out to God. Let God give you that comfort that He has. Amen. God bless each and every one of you, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Good night.
1: Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise.